Musa and Tuli, all is here for the technical discussions. <laughs> Good to have you here, man. JJ, legend, what is happening, guys? You guys okay? How's your day? Monday. Sibabalo, what is up, man? Okay. So, sound check. Can you guys hear me? Give me a thumbs up. Manic M, Stained, what is up? Good to have you here. Thanks for the chat a bit earlier, Stained by Sara. Wish you well, man. Topic of today, how to avoid tax legally. So guys, I want to start uh, with a different format with these Monday IGTV lives. We are going for increased engagement, more questions, and we've had a few requests, you know, kind of make it like a show, but at the same time, different people, different topics, we'll get it right at some point. Kids Cabin, Wasila, and IMTO, IMTO. How's it going? So in the IGTV lives, I uh, want to share with you a story from the week and then uh, a life skill to learn. Uh, generally also comes from the week, perhaps an incident that happened within the environment of the startup in one of the offices amongst staff or whatever it might be. And uh, nice takeaways that was actually recommended to me by the team. In this earlier today, you know, I. Uh, so we'll start with the lesson, it seems. <laughs> Earlier today, I uh, had a conversation with one of the team leads in uh, the development site, right? Um, tell you about what's been going down on the My Money Talk site, but uh, we were talking about the last couple, uh, last two weeks launching of the masterclass. Uh, firstly, thank you very much for all your support. Those who have started the masterclass, those who have given feedback on the masterclass, and are really enjoying it. Um, man, you know, we, we went out and set out to create the ultimate guide to live life on your own terms. We've hit the mark. We've updated the freedom calculator, um, man. And I just want to say it's not, it's all not possible, you know, without you guys, without your support. So thank you very much for your support on the masterclass so far. For those that have uh, put it in their calendars to purchase it, uh, at the end of the month and forever onwards people that have been sharing it and recommending it to their friends and family really appreciated the awareness all of it and uh, so so one of the conversations we had earlier today which is the lesson the life skill i want to teach you in under two minutes you know it was around the topic of how do you deal with a crisis or with frustration or with anger and uh, you know with development with social media with dealing with all sorts of you know when i say development uh, fyi some good news the free money school has moved on to the new platform that we created 
um, on the My Money Talk site for the masterclass, it's pretty much like Facebook. You create your own profile, there's communities, there's forums, and you can start whatever topics and the migration of those free courses, the free money school on there. So you've got your login, it's more secure, it's better user-friendly, you can switch to light and dark mode, whether you're learning on your phone, etc. And something that's coming later on in the week is points. So as you complete lessons in the free money school, the whole topics, you'll get points and perhaps uh, those points translate into some version of currency when you want to purchase stuff on the My Money Talk site. Specifically, the only thing for purchase right now is the masterclass. Actually, there is the coaching sessions and uh, yeah, those two things. So you can redeem your points for actual money. But uh, one of the things, so one of the team members, what a legend, you know, under the pressure, under the last two weeks of development on media and everything, you know, made a mistake. And uh, there's this reporting in terms of the team and, um, you know, mistakes happened. There were many mistakes over the last couple of weeks. And how do you deal with the frustration, perhaps anger, depending on your personality, that you may find when something doesn't go your way and uh, you know I, I had my response to a certain situation and we we're talking about it and I gave my insight which is to slow down you know and it's something you need to train because it's human nature to react negatively when things don't turn out the way you anticipate this is why chasing perfection is actually not a thing and if you do it chances are you probably not going to achieve what you set out to achieve anyway. And the advice was simple. You know, every time I find myself, you know, and we've seen a lot of failure over the years. I've seen a lot of failure over the years, both physically, whether when I was a stuntman, uh, you set it up wrong. And fortunately, you identify the mistake and you correct it. And fortunately, nobody's lives were ever at risk. But essentially, you know, from stunts all the way through to business, all the way through to creating the financial planning practice, building that up. There were many moments that things didn't go your way. And what I learned is if you can create and start practicing, right, there's an immediate reaction when something goes wrong. If you can just stop whatever you're doing before you say something, before you uh, reply to that email, before you do anything, pick up the phone and express that frustration or anger. Just stop for a second, force yourself to do nothing, process the thought, understand, you know, everything comes from a point of understanding that obviously nobody in the greater picture of your life or whatever it is you're trying to do is there to do something wrong, right? Mistakes happen. And if you can realize this, even if it is multiple consecutive things, then you can understand that uh, it's a personality behavior, right? It's a personality reaction on the other side. We are dealing with human beings all the time. And people have emotions, feelings, they're also uh, subject to stress, aren't we all? Um, and people think differently based on the task at hand than you, perhaps. And to understand that, where you are coming from, why you might be holding on to it naturally as a leader or a team leader, wherever you are from a point of responsibility, those reactions may be heightened. And just the first thing to do is just stop. Right, reflect, have a glass of water, take a break. And I swear if you give it enough time, a couple of minutes at a time, uh, maybe you sleep over it. One of my mentors always used to tell me, before you press send on an email that you may or may not, or if you're unsure of, just sleep over it one night. Nobody's going to um, 
need to see that response. And if you wake up in a different position, sleep, drink a glass of water, you know, that's Islamic. Uh, sit down if you're standing, lay down if you're sitting and you're experiencing these feelings, you will change your nature physiologically and your temperament will calm down. Um, this is why anger is, uh, is, is related to heat and your blood pressure starts rising. Calm down, breathe. The equivalent of wusa, rub your ears, do what you, whatever you have to do, but do not respond. Train yourself not to respond immediately or react immediately. And just practicing this will create this habit in your life that uh, will save you a lot more situations where you regret, um, will keep your teams stronger, happier, and uh, as you go along that journey, you'll refine your process and rock and roll in life. So there is a skill for the day that we'll add to this uh, Instagram live. I hope you appreciated it. Good to have you, Femino, Tracy, Maria, Marilyn, Dilm. Oh, you always get me, Dilnas. Um, <laughs> Zihad. Um, I am Marilyn, Sufi, SMB, Blush and Brush. What is up to you all? Topic of today is how to avoid tax legally. All right. Another story. So I said, I'm going to teach you a lesson, tell you a story, and we'll get into it. So this is a, a serious thing that happened this week. On Friday morning, you know, I mean, I'm up, rock and rolling, at some point uh, doing what I need to do. Exciting project that's about to start, but uh, Friday was an easy day for me, uh, in between masterclass and gearing up for what's next. And uh, I got up a little bit later, 6 o'clock, and uh, started getting the kids ready for school, etc., and I get a phone call. And uh, it's a client, and he tells me another client, which is his mum, has passed away. He's in tears. It's, it's never, you know, you know when, when you look at life insurance and setting up a financial plan, the will, etc., etc., uh, it's all fun and games. You know, we've got the product things, get the best product, etc. But effectively, when that, that event happens, what actually matters. So ended up taking the boys to school, immediately made my way, took my precautions, etc., and met with the family. And within half an hour, everything was sorted out. Every plan was in place, the insurance, the immediate expenses for the funeral. The will was there, you know, the book of life that I, that I speak about. There was a briefcase that this wonderful woman uh, left with everything. And um, it was all there, you know, so that what was left is processing emotions, uh, having a conversation, speaking and trying to celebrate, um, you know, life. You know, as a, as a Muslim, uh, we, we speak about COVID and, um, and in many cultures around the world, uh, whether you watch Vikings, uh, Christianity, uh, Judaism, Hinduism, everyone has this version of celebrating a good death. Japanese samurai uh, Bushido dying by the way of a sword. So dying in the form of any struggle is the highest form of death in honor. And uh, it, it kind of is the highest level that you start your next life with, you know, life after death, if you believe in that. So it's your best odds. And this woman, especially in Islam, passed away on a Friday, which is a good thing on our side, uh, to the extent many Muslims around the world uh, pray, include that in their prayers, give us the death of a martyr, somebody that passed away in the struggle and on a Friday. And this lady did that. And I, you know, I shared the story with this family who were Christian. And 
you know, it helped having that conversation. But most importantly, your book of life, your insurance, the need, the numbers, all of it. You know, it's, it's, and I say it that way because people don't, you're not built to take it seriously. But there's a difference between seeing a family struggle on top of the emotions that they have to deal with and uh, having finance is not even a consideration. It's all sorted out and you can show it. Uh, last part of that story I found quite funny. This wool was in Afrikaans and it had my signature on it. And, uh, you know, we, we were there for a while, so we were in already the comfortable space. And uh, I started laughing because, and I explained the story. I remember it's the only time that I had to draft a will in Afrikaans and uh, proofread it, my signature on it. And I remember sitting down with um, the deceased uh, when she was alive and uh, having this joke to say, I don't really understand Afrikaans. Now, if I'm going to sign off on your legal document and everything set up correctly, please translate and explain. Uh, and we had a good time laughing and trying to figure out what's going down in that will before it was all solid. And yeah, once again, everything was on track. So I thought I'd share that story with you guys. Make sure your affairs are in order. It's all on the My Money Talk site. Resources, request your will. Um, products, halal, sharia compliant, life insurance. That was a revelation for a lot of you guys last week or the week before. And uh, it's right here. MyMoneyTalks.ca.za You know, let me show it to you once again. Uh, out of interest sake here before we continue on the topic. Here's the free money school. Cool little platform. You've got the masterclass. You've got everything over there. Heading back to the My Money Talks site. Let's just do this. My Money Talks. Let's see what today. Load insurance and investing. And literally go to the bottom. Explore. Read up if you're not sure. Click the check boxes. Submit your name, surname, details, and the team will get in touch with you. Give you the best product in the market based on your needs. And they'll shop around from everywhere. So just sort it out, right? Head out there and do that. Put a reminder in your diary. Okay. Tell me, guys, thumbs up, thumbs down. What did you think of the new format, the story in the beginning, the life skill that you can take away if you enjoyed it or not? Uh, we'll continue this thread throughout every weekly Monday Instagram lives. I suppose it also gives time. Thank you to the 17 people that are live right now to join and get up to speed and you don't miss the whole session. So how do you avoid tax legally, guys? Tax, 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 right? We're coming off to the tax year end and we're gonna end off this live session with specifically a good potential to get a nice rebate from the tax man. I've made a lot of notes here and we'll get into it, but let's start with five ways that you can avoid tax legally. Before we start, um, disclaimers, fill in the blanks, right? Anything that we discuss here, always fact check with your relevant person that you fact check with before going and doing anything. Um, alternatively, reach out via the site. Everybody there knows what they're doing, so that's an easy one. Disclaimer, definition. Tax avoidance versus tax evasion, very different things. <laughs> One's allowed, one is not. Legal, illegal, right? So tax avoidance is to arrange your finances to minimize tax liability legally. You know, people call it loopholes, but what's a loophole? If it's legal, it's just a way. It's nice to understand, and I hope you can take away something and apply, right? Um, so what, 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 what do you need to think about? You know, tax sometimes is a confusing subject. It's uh, fairly simple. 
bright. Basically, all the money that comes into your life. Sorry, guys. Back with you guys. Siri decided to speak to me. Um, basically, all the money that comes into Guys, just tell me if you are listening to me. If you can hear me. Instagram says I'm not using the app, so it's pausing me for some reason. Okay. Tasneem Basa. Cool. Waved. I can see your guys' responses. Give me some feedback. Gavin, sweet. Thanks for the thumbs up. Right. Uh, I don't know if it's money in versus money out or whatever is recognizing on my phone. But anyway, income tax is, uh, is, is tax that you pay on the money that you earn, right? Whether you're an individual, you're paying tax. And uh, if you're a business, you're paying tax because you are a person according to the law, right? So everything is based on gross income. When you earn money, if there has not been tax on it, this is called gross income. After you get deductions and tax is one of them, you call it net income. So that's income you receive, right? In some situations, you may earn money that uh, is not taxed before it comes to you, right? If you're the company, generally you have pay as you earn. That is the tax that you pay. And there are tax tables. Um, questions throughout this, if you guys need specifics. But essentially, side hustles, self-employment. You have a business. Uh, you are a sole proprietor, which, yes, you may have a business, but essentially you are charged income tax and not, not company tax rates. Um, taxes in, on, in, in your court, right? It's on your behalf, right? Speaking of which, I'm going to attach. Let me know. DM me if you guys would like. Uh, I created a one-pager for the graduate program when I first gave this talk about uh, how to avoid tax legally. A couple of years ago, it's on my system. I should add it to the site uh, for you guys to download. Um, thumbs up if you'd like that to happen. And I'll translate whatever we talk about here into an article so you can refresh and kind of look at it while you're planning taxes. Um, for now, ask, ask questions, right? What's up, Diane? Thanks for all the thumbs up, guys. So, first method. You see, when it comes to income tax, I don't know what's going down here. And uh, I don't want to swear on my Instagram live, so Wusa, don't react. Life skill number one, right? <laughs> uh, but I got you over here. When it comes to income tax, that you have to pay tax, right? What don't you need to pay tax on is the question. So the going theme is anything, any expense that you incur, that you spend money on in the production of your income, you don't have to pay tax on. That's the English. That is why you get to deduct that expense of your total taxable income. And so if your total taxable income is this big pool of money and you spend half of it towards things that made you more money, expenses in the production of income, then you shouldn't pay tax on that extra bit of money. There's also things called allowable deductions, case in point, retirement annuities, right? But I want to go into detail on that, so I'll leave that as one of the five to the end because I know that generally attracts questions and it's a very interesting discussion and there's a lot of points of views on it. But there's a case for everything, right? This is what we always are for on the channel, that there is no one way to doing something and you should use the benefits of everything that you have access to. 
let's move on to number two. We said number one was retirement plans, right? Okay, we'll get back to that. The contributions towards retirement plans, by the way, tax deductible. Uh, number two is travel expenses. You can deduct travel expenses, right? You go on a business trip, you can deduct stuff. You end up on the business trip spending money on things that involve business, like wonderful fancy lunch. Uh, with a business partner, you keep the invoices. That's why sometimes you may see people reaching for the slips, because that's your proof to say you spend money in the production of income, entertaining this person uh, for that outcome. And whether you made money or not, it was still an expense in the production of your income. You get to claim that and tell the receiver of revenue that you spent X amount of money in the production of income. You can't tax me on that. So if I've paid tax, pays you and I want to claim it back. Or uh, if I owe a liability in tax, make that liability smaller. And where else can you find more deductions, right? What is up, Mizzy? Thanks for the wave. Uh, Mishka Nazi. And W. Ills, good to have you guys here. All right, travel expenses. Many people have a company car, all right? I don't know if that's a thing these days after COVID. I've been off the grid for the last three years. So driving hasn't been uh, a thing. It's a pleasure driving now and then. I get to see trees, etc., uh, and people. But other than that, company car, I'm sure it has to be a thing, right? You get a travel allowance from your employer, which is recorded as a fringe benefit, right? that's included in your taxable income. So everything that is there for you to be taxed, you may not even see that it's on your payslip, right? As fringe benefits. And uh, so you'll be taxed on that. So if you're taxed on a fringe benefit, you can claim stuff back. How do you reduce that tax? You keep a logbook. So if any of you are driving for work, driving is an expense, right? You pay for fuel, maintenance, all these things incurred per uh, on your vehicle. And uh, how do you record that? It's with regards to a logbook. You keep a record of your travels. When you are submitting your taxes, after the tax year closes, and you want to be prudent, you submit the proof of every kilometer traveled, which is a logbook, and you can see which places you went to from, from home to the office, right? It's from the office in the production of income that you drive on behalf of the office and on behalf of your business, that you can claim those kilometers back at a specific rate based on your vehicle, based on its make, based on all these fancy things, the price of your vehicle, and it works out a rand per kilometer and a rand for maintenance, and you add that all up, and if you travel a lot in the production of your income, uh, you can get a lot of money back from the tax man, right? So again, you can either claim a deduction if you've paid the tax throughout the year, pays you in, or if you are self-employed, side hustle, income, etc., and you just earn this pool of money that now is subject to tax, you're claiming that expense as a deduction so that you are not taxed on it, reducing your tax liability. Uh, makes sense? Ask questions if you need to, guys. Good to have you here. Welcome, new people. Um, cool. What is another way? So FOI and the logbook, you don't always have to record it. Uh, you can get devices these days. I've had a device for a couple of years now. You just plug it into the vehicle and it records and you plug it into your laptop and it downloads all the trips and you can categorize it on your computer. It's called my little logbook. Cool little device that. Got it as a gift from my wife. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. Um, we do gift that way. How else can you 
So let's, let's talk a bit more of allowable deductions. What else can you claim back, Nabil? What else is a deduction in the production of my income? So basically, um, self-employed commission, extra, extra income that you in your side hustles, you know, I've been saying this for a while. If you don't have a second income by now, chances are you are already exploring having a second income. And as we move into the future, majority of people are going to have at least two sources of income. It's a thing. I've been saying it for a while. This will now apply to you. So travel expenses, phone communication expenses, laptop, uh, your Wi-Fi. If you're working from home, this is an interesting one uh, because you will then take the total size of your property, not the entire property, the earth, but your living space, your, your house, right? Let's say that is three, 400 square meters, 100, 200, whatever it is, right? Let's say 100 square meters. And the space that you work in is solely used for work, right? This is important. Uh, they can come in and assess you and come look. I doubt they'll do it in COVID, but essentially um, take, for example, this is on my property, right? It's an office, 60 square meters. It's, uh, it's a big space, right? That portion is what you can deduct. And uh, if you look at it, you can deduct the Wi-Fi because you use the Wi-Fi for... Um, in this office, I actually have separate Wi-Fi in here, so we don't have connectivity problems. And if you don't have connectivity problems, uh, someone will nail you, ESCOM or whatever, and I'll make you a joke. So, you basically get to anything. Your coffee spend in your office, your consumption of your um, entertainment so that clients can, can enjoy themselves. Um, equipment use in here, furniture you can depreciate. These are all things that you can deduct every single year right cleaning services security etc 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 right um no-brainer one if you're if you're self-employed and you're paying somebody freelancer etc somebody refers you work and you pay them a fee for that referral fee you can deduct that you paid because it was an expense in the production of income uh here's a cool one when i do business coaching right and we consult with entrepreneurs, coach them, whatever phase in their business that uh, we give advice, provide guidance, consult, work out solutions, etc., 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 including education, right? All of those bills are self uh, tax deductible. It's because your self education can improve your skills and your skills that you need to, that are related to your business, and those skills will be used to further increase your income. So it's an expense in the production of income. Entertainment expenses from entertaining clients and business meetings, etc. So pretty much think about, do an audit of your life, especially when you're working at home. There might be a lot of things that you, you don't know what to claim on. Um, you also get to claim a percentage of your rent or your bond repayment based on the square meterage. So if you have a 20 square meter office out of 100 square meter place, it's 20%, 20% of all those flows you can deduct from tax. Keep that in mind, right? Speak to your tax practitioner when you are doing your taxes this year. A lot of people have converted to working from home, rock and roll and that, right? Where else? Medical aid tax credits. And we're going to talk about something because medical aid tax credits, donations to approved public benefit organizations, these two are extra things that you can deduct from your tax, right? You add up your credits, um, your donations up to 100,000 rand, um, approved public benefit organization, you donate and you can deduct that tax. But why I said medical aid is interesting is when we come back to 
the retirement annuity, right? Firstly, before I continue on that, any questions so far from everybody? I'm looking, waiting for questions. What is up? How's it optimal empowerment? If you guys are just joining, go watch it. We tried something new today. Uh, we started the format of the Instagram lives with teaching a skill that you can apply in your daily life, as well as we shared a story um, of something that happened this week that maybe helps you get clarity on something to do with your finances. Go check it out after this live. Glad to have you here, right? So no questions. Let's talk about retirement annuities. Basically, March 2016, you know, actually 2013 was the initial legislation, but long story short, we talked about T-Day in a previous live, the, the changes are happening 1st of March 2021, but essentially, retirement annuity contributions are tax deductible, right? Assuming in the highest tax bracket, 41%, uh, 45%, and you can be 41, 39, 36, 26, 31, uh, 18, right? Your contributions to retirement annuities, pension funds, provident funds, the money that you put in is tax deductible. So similarly, remember we said gross income and those expenses that you may have paid tax on that you can claim back. If you have a job, you're paying pays you earn and you have a retirement annuity, all those contributions, you can get the tax back. So if you're in the 45% income tax bracket, SARS is funding half of your retirement. They're giving you 45% of that back capped. So there is a cap. If you're in the 45% tax bracket, you're earning over one and a half million rand. And if you look at it, everybody's allowed to contribute for the deduction. You can contribute anything you want, but up to a percentage, right? 27.5% of your total pool of money, you are allowed to contribute to retirement vehicles and get all the tax back. However, it's capped at 350,000 Rand a year. So if your retirement contributions are 29,200 Rand, um, you're safe. You can claim all of that back. If they are more than that, um, you don't lose out. This is a cool thing. So when uh, pre-COVID, a lot of doctors uh, that I worked with, their practices, etc., uh, young doctors used to go and travel on ships. You know, what they would do is earn in US dollars, in tax-free jurisdiction some of, some of the time. And uh, yeah, basically they continue the retirement funding. And uh, obviously if they're in zero tax jurisdictions and they submit the income tax and those laws weren't there about the one and a half million rand before you charged income tax. But essentially there, were, there was nothing to claim back. So whatever they earned, they satisfied the tax laws. They were out of the country. They didn't need to pay any tax this year. Uh, well, not this year, but in that tax year. So they held on to the retirement annuity contribution certificates. Uh, and now that they're back, they've got this pile of IOUs, so to speak, which is great. Free money from the tax man, right? What else, right? I'm, I'm surprised I'm not seeing comments. Um, water and lights if you're working from home, absolutely. So remember that example, right? 20%, so 20 square meters of this dedicated office space, it requires electricity. So utilities, etc. right? Speak to your tax person. And uh, you see, a mistake people would make, it's, a, it's, a, it's an easy one to make. If you're working from your lounge, right? And, uh, or your dining room table, 
and it can be, it's not specifically an office space, right? Or a space that is specifically for work, then technically it's not allowed as a deduction because you're using that for dining, for personal use as well. And SARS will tell you no. Again, they don't check, but if they do check and you don't have a proper office set up, tax evasion. Don't do it. Make a separate space in your house uh, where you only work and you can see that there. Maybe there's an office, maybe there's a, a computer and it's nothing to do with personal space. That is how you work that out, right? Um, donations, yes. Stained, absolutely, donations. Uh, medical aid contributions, unclaimed medical expenses, covered that one, absolutely. Uh, FYI, guys, I'm going to do a shout out here for Stained by Sarah. She is based in Cape Town and she is a tax specialist, right? Professional chartered accountant. Reach out to her if you need some assistance. She's very passionate about what she does and passionate about finance. Got your back there, Sarah. Um, moving along, guys. Uh, here's something very interesting. On medical aid, Sarah, uh, after the age of 65, all medical expenses are tax deductible. Think about that. All of it. So not tax credits, etc. All of it. In which case, think about the strategy. One strategy you'd use for your retirement annuity. You, you contributing to this thing, right? All these years, tax-free on growth, right? Internally, etc. Tax deductions every single year. So, sorry, I'm visualizing. And you guys know that by now. Let's look off into the distance. But essentially, if you're in the 45% tax bracket, there's a guaranteed 45% return before your investment makes anything, right? You use that. You, I mean, you can use it for whatever. There's a whole video uh, on how to get a free holiday from the taxman. Not like you use that free holiday these days. Uh, we hope borders open, but locally traveled, etc. But if you fund those things back into your retirement plan, pay this for all these years, right? After 65, right, firstly, the first 500,000 rand from pension accounts, retirement accounts, is tax-free. Then, if you have unclaimed contribution certificates, add to the tax-free portion, right? You can access one-third of that money as a lump sum at retirement. But here's a cool thing. Two-thirds annuitize, and it's favorable tax rates. So, depending how much money you have, you're not getting charged proper income tax rates. So, this money comes out of your RA, right? If you've set it up correctly as a strategy, um, you guys have some, I'm pretty sure majority of people that are here have some time to think about this and build it in and consider it. But it's such a cool advantage uh, strategy that you can use retirement accounts for is that if medical expenses are tax deductible, in those years, 65, a lot of your bills are for medical stuff, right? Um, by the time we get there, hopefully not. Maybe 85 will be the new 65 of today, right? People are living longer, but essentially think about the strategy, let it sink in. No doubt over the years, we're going to be talking a lot about this. So you spend on medical expenses, right? It's completely tax deductible. Your retirement, you've claimed tax deductions all this time, tax-free growth. By the time you get to claim it as an annuity, yes, you are taxed at favorable tax rates. So you do pay tax, but now what happens if you plan it properly, where you use that money to spend on medical expenses? You save the tax again. Everybody that has somebody or knows somebody that's over the age of 65, just ask them if they know about that and uh, if they've ever had a plan for that. 
and also ask them how they would feel if somebody explained that simple strategy and help them put a plan in place, right? This is the effect of a proper financial plan is when you consider strategies, accounts, etc. And um, yeah, avoid tax legally. Basically, your tax-free accounts, your retirement accounts are places where you completely avoid tax, right? If you think about an RA, it's pretty much a glorified tax-free share portfolio because you don't pay on capital gains tax, you don't pay on dividend withholding tax, all of that gets compounded in its reinvested growth internally for years and years and years. And you know what we always say about compounding. It takes at least 10 years for you to see an effect or a difference to linear simple interest uh, in compound interest. So get serious with yourself. Think about how you look at your tax. Um, questions to you guys. Do you guys feel a little bit better? having this conversation about taxes have you felt nervous about it before what do you imagine now and do you have questions because these are ways to avoid tax legally uh, on this public platform and uh, unless i was surprised i expected a few more questions on uh, side hustle incomes how many of you guys have side hustle incomes what's your situation freelance income uh, you are a photographer you go out on weekends, you photograph stuff. You start getting a bit popular on your Instagram page. You get booked out for corporate gigs. Your camera, your batteries, your extra X, Y, Z. All of it tax deductible. Keep those slips, go back to take a lot, request those invoices, search your Gmail accounts. Generally, those things keep all of those things. Anything you spend money on. Creative Cloud, Adobe Studios, 400 bucks a month, jeepers, all tax deductible. Expenses in the production of your income, guys, get creative. It's a time uh, uh, register as a company, you're going to submit SBC tax. <laughs> cool, man, sir. Zihad Khan, very informative. Thanks for the feedback, my brother. Uh, wish you were here from the start. Tell me what you thought about the stories. Um, once again, guys. You're looking for a solid retirement annuity. You're not sure of your strategy. Nobody really talks to you about these things besides the person that sold you a product and told you all of these tax benefits as a sales process. But do you have a game plan? Does it connect with your financial freedom number? Have you worked that out? What is your aim? Have you translated and created the emotions that you need and attach them to your goals monetarily, right? where you are today, where you'd like to be, put together a plan to get there, right? Not so simple. How do you feel about that plan? That's going to determine the success of your plan, not only on tax avoidance, but in life, right? It goes back to, you know, I was talking today on uh, For Money Smart Week, South Africa as a government initiative on financial education and literacy. And once again, repeated my standard uh, opener to anybody that is starting in financial uh, literacy, the education, the whole old example of saving versus investing and what's better. And um, yeah, guys, you know, we, we uh, completely forgot my point, but thanks for the heart. Uh, I'll get back to that point. But essentially, we, we, we were forming for Money Smart Week and you kind of look at it and say financial education um, financial products. So everybody kind of gets excited on this journey. This wasn't the point I was going to make, but it is interesting. And uh, you find yourself hitting your the, the wall with another financial product salesman, whether it's straight out of varsity or wherever you catch them. 
And uh, you know, it's interesting these days, financial education is an easy thing to talk about. You know, I've been talking about it for years already. Now it's becoming more and more a thing, which is amazing. I'd love to see that. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Any form of understanding and education is valuable. There's a big but here. But how much do you understand to be aware of your current environment, your decisions, and how do you know whether you're going to be taken advantage of or not? Simple answer is you don't, unless you know what you're looking for. And so, I mean, the sole reason why we still have that insurance and investing part on the website, if you're unsure, fact check your product. Shop around from all the insurance companies, all asset managers. And if you just think you don't have the best fee, etc., and you don't find value in working with that person and you don't feel like supporting their business uh, for that amount of money, attaching that percentage on your wealth as it grows and grows and grows, it's easy to do it yourself because there's a team. That's their job. To get you the product, give it to you, complete comparison report for free. And... Uh, Thanks to everybody that supported that because 100% of people that have approached and gone through that exercise have made a conscious decision to purchase from that team and that's where they get their revenue. So products, advice fees, all of that are attached to products. Do you know what they are? Are you comfortable with paying them? Do you feel like it's worth it? That is completely your choice, right? On tax, what are the benefits of claiming tax now as opposed to around November? No particular benefits, right? Um, depends on your situation, but I would imagine it's the benefit is you'd get your rebate sooner in the year. You would be able to make decisions with that money and you would have the advantage of time and liquidity and cash, right? Other than that, it's relative. It is relative and uh, you just do it depending how prudent you are. Generally, I do mine later half of the year. It's just a process that I've been accustomed to. You also, and then on the companies, you get provisional. So we've been doing taxes now on companies' side, and um, you know, generally personal side, I leave it to that. Otherwise, it'd just be working on tax the whole year. Uh, meant filing. Yes, I do mean filing tax returns. Did that not make sense? Ask it in a different way, perhaps. But I, I got you. I got you, man. Cheeto Gibson. Wherever you feel comfortable, submit your taxes. You have to do it once a year. If you run multiple organizations, multiple uh, people that you're responsible for, meaning a company as a person, etc., uh, understand it. Also, do you submit it yourself, that document I was telling you about that I'm going to search my computer and put it up for is a step-by-step -step on perhaps how you can submit your tax return, right? That's what that thing's about. So maybe that helps you out there in Cheeto Gibson. Uh, Delopra, thanks for joining. It's, it's always a pleasure to see people joining uh, as we are closing off the session. So guys, recap five ways to avoid tax. Well, basically, look at your tax, right? Go, go, go understand your tax rebates, understand your shortfalls. Just do an audit as you close this financial income tax year um, on whether you are receiving benefit from your service providers when it comes to advice. Um, if you do have an actual financial planner or advisor or coach or the perfect financial advisor, that's the big news I wanted to share with you. Something was bugging me. On Wednesday, we're starting financial coach training school. And uh, the first group is going to change history. And I, I mean, I'm mad excited about that. You know, we've been there's so much happening, man. We're already on the next production. 
uh, of uh, I can't tell you about that now, but it's life. It's moving. It's it's out there, and I just I want to say thank you for all your support. Thank you guys for using the site. Google Analytics is showing some cool numbers. I'm starting to understand what they mean. Uh, the team completely understands it, which is cool, and they keep telling me great stuff. Uh, uh, <laughs> thanks, team, if you're watching. Um, but it's all hype, it's all love, and thank you all for supporting the site, using it. And uh, absolutely, if you haven't joined the free money school, there's free money to be earned there in the form of credits. Keep eyes for that. Uh, if you've completed courses already, don't worry, got your back. We've got all the data. If you completed a course, you're going to get a token, or however they design it. We'll call it MMT coins. I don't know. We'll see how that goes, but that's coming soon. Um, free money school, register, create a nice profile picture, create a community. We already have a lot of users on that site. And um, one by one, we're going to be migrating profiles. If you've already registered for the free money school, uh, there's the masterclass again, ultimate support. Guys, it's the ultimate guide to live on your own terms. If you haven't saved up enough, save up to get it. If you haven't got it, start it. Uh, Life-changing. The, there's a reflection exercise after module one that's 144 questions long that took me six months to develop and it's meaningful it's based on your life by design it asks takes you throughout your life asking questions that are designed to help you have a breakthrough moment in your life perhaps you recognize patterns perhaps you understand behaviors reactions and everything that you have never unpacked or had the time to unpack in your life all for the intention of self-mastery so the better you know yourself the better you can act forward in your journey to living life on your own terms you can understand what it is you want you can differentiate whether you are chasing somebody else's goals or your own goals get clear on your why so that as you then progress through the masterclass, everything is with intention. By the time you work out your freedom number, the freedom calculator that you use, you are designing your life, not only on your own terms here, but emotionally and on paper. And you clearly directed to a specific date that you're gonna reach financial security, independence, and financial freedom with the pointing of which accounts set up flow of money, etc. It. It truly was a thing, and I uh, thank you for your support. Thanks for sharing this time with me. As usual, catch you on Mondays. Drop me a DM with your thoughts, additional questions, realizations, feedback, and uh, most importantly, go take control of your life and live it on your own terms. For those of you that haven't visited the site, spend some time. Go mad. There is something for everyone there, and uh, I'll catch you guys next week. Lots of love. Thanks again. Adila Kanpuri, you're going to have to watch the replay. I'll save it. Lorenzo, good to have you guys here. Lots of love. Have a good evening.